This is Hypothetical Help with Scott and Terpster, neither of whom are actual therapists or counselors. Any advice given on this show is truly hypothetical. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Hypothetical Help, episode 52. Hello, Terpster. What's going on? Hello, Scott Johnson. Oh. It is... It is the life is going on. Is it? Yeah, much like uh, Jeff Goldblum said in uh, definitely not Independence Day 2 because that sucked. Mm. But in Jurassic Park, it's a little life finds a way. Did you see the new one by chance? I did, regrettably. I heard it was terrible. Yep. Like god awful. Really so, bad. Yeah. It's really bad. But then again, I hate Americans. And <laughs> uh, it was quite nice because um, they blew up the UK in this one. They did? And I was like, yeah, that's pretty good. And what what they but did, why'd they do that for though? What was that about? The aliens. Aliens they only target monuments. And in the last one they'd already blown up all the American ones. That's true. So they were like, ah shit, what are we gonna do? But didn't and they so have twenty like, years ah, let's do the UK ones? But they had twenty years to rebuild. Couldn't wouldn't there be a new yeah, White House? You wouldn't rebuild it as the same thing. So you're not you're looking at there. It's like think about the World Trade Centers. Mm. They don't look like the World Trade Center anymore. It's now one thing and it's completely different. Mm. So, you know, if the White House looked exactly the same, well, it kinda of does. But <laughs> Uh, you know, it's still the point is. <laughs> well, what would it, it be? Was like, London's turn, and I kind of liked it because it felt like it was in line with this post-Brexit world we're in. Yeah, it's very, it's yeah, very prescient of them. Sure, by illegal aliens. So hold on no, a but second. Just by just the aliens in general. Aliens in general. Let me let me ask you this question about the monuments. Uh, let me guess which ones. Big Ben gone, right? Had yeah, I don't, I don't want to, sp- Scott. I'm not going to spoil this. Okay, yeah. you need to. I'm not denying Jeff Goldblum his money. <laughs> okay you need to if you want to see what did and didn't get beaten up uh blown up even sorry beaten up yeah uh, you have to go along to your local uh movie theater yeah um and uh see see how it goes okay well i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna queue right up and make sure i catch that speaking of the, uh, the of the uk i didn't know this but the queen is technically the legal owner of one sixth of the earth's land surface yeah Technically, wow, one third. We, we, so we rent it off her, so she still owns most of everything. Um, so that the country rents it from the monarch, and that's one of the things where she gets a load of her money from. Yeah, um, and equally, and we rent it off to other people as well. And so the queen, in essence, makes our country a lot of money, um, which is kind of cool. Is it not, Uh, is it enough to, to, to withstand the Brexit? Oh, uh, no. Well, I don't know. It depends. Like, again, if, for example, we become even more of a tourist destination because people want to see the island of the United Kingdom, yeah. uh, of formerly Europe, and they're like, you know, I'd love to, I've never been to, I've been to Europe, but I've never been to UK outside of Europe. Yeah, UK um, island, And I think it. that that could be something where potentially, you know, we start parading the Queen around. I mean, again, it's going to take at least two years before we actually leave Europe. Mm. So, you know, people are thinking that the referendum is like, uh, oh, we're out? Oh, man, crazy. Oh, great. I'm going to go blow up some, you know, French euros somewhere. Yep, yep. But it's, it's not. All that's happened is, you know, a very small minority, um, uh, well, a very small majority even, sorry, um, has voted that they would like us to leave. Yeah. So now our government has to look at that, you know, intent and wish from their populace. Um, and... Uh, and decide, you know, do we want to do it? Well, how are we going to do it? And at what speed are we going to do it? And so 
Article 50 is this thing baked into the EU yeah. that they have to trigger. Yeah. Um, and it basically then starts a process, which is normally about two years long, where the other European nations decide how royally we're going to get screwed by them. Because <laughs> we have to be a lesson. It's kind of like, you know, if you're the mafia, you know, you, you're leaving the family. It's like, well, Tony, you understand you can't have your legs because otherwise everyone's going to be walking away. It's like, but guys, I've always been good to you. I was giving you all the money all the years. Yeah, Tony, I, I get that. But, you know, it's about sending a message. Mm-hmm. And so um, I, think that's, I think that's the scariest thing with it is, um, you know, if and when we do start that process of leaving is how painful that process is. But afterwards, you know, Hopefully things work out. Who yeah, knows? I, I, Who look, knows, Scott? I, I have great faith that you and your and your young child will be the future of the nation of, of the Sadly, island of Sadly, that's what UK. worries me. Yeah. That's what worries me, Scott. And people listening to this show will be, should be worried by that as well. They're like, really? Oh, <laughs> guys, all, all you screwed. That's all you have You're really there? screwed. No, I understand. But, well, the, the bottom line is I didn't know she owned all that. I assume Australia is part of that. Uh, uh, probably. But, 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 isn't that a, but isn't that a... But is it also just sort of a... Now it's more of an idea than a reality. Does she really like have people collecting? Well, I think collecting? it's like the same thing with like money in general. Like, you know, fiat money, Scott. I don't want to get all into it. Yeah. But the money in your pocket is an idea. And it's an idea that we all share and we all, you know, agree that a dollar represents a dollar's worth of economic power and energy that you've stored up into this uh, not even paper. It's fabric, Scott. I know, yeah. blowing your mind with these facts. I know, you're killing um, me. Here. This bill. Yeah. So, for example, if you, we all decided that the dollar is worthless now, it doesn't mean anything, which mm-hmm. is basically what happened with, with the Brexit result, yeah. is people just decided, oh, well, that's a bit uncertain. I don't trust that as, once, as much as I once did. Yeah. I don't think that they are necessarily as valuable or as capable of paying their debts as they were before. So I'm going to pull my money out of that place because I, it feels unsafe. Yeah. You know, nothing's changed. Yeah. Just the belief and trust in what was there has changed. And that affects the value as we perceive it for everyone else. It's crazy. So I think in terms of the queen owning stuff, technically, yes, she does. If we all turned around as a globe and said, you know what? I don't, I don't care. Um, you know, can she do anything? No, because, you know, all things like that, are very much, uh, you know, there's that's in the realm of uh, of the mind. She would suddenly own than... nothing. She would own. I mean, we could turn around and have her own all the things, and then immediately just have her own nothing. The the ants would would rise up we, against the grasshoppers. Ex- exactly, yeah. exactly. But the reality of that happening it's very unlikely because there's other rich people, uh, much like the queen, who would be affected if we decided to do that. Yeah. And those rich people, again, leveraging the status quo as it is, would you know employ other people. To ensure that that never happened. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I feel Fun. educated. There's one final note here, and that Bam. is that in the UK, if you reach 100 years of age, if you become a centenarian, mm. you get a personalized card from the Queen. Now, well, not, it won't be this Queen, now, will it? Because she well, won't live that well, long. Well, it has to be in terms of, you know, if it's the Queen. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if Prince Charles becomes king, yeah. even if his wife Camilla does take on, you know, Queen or Queen Regent or whatever they call her. Um, it would still be the ruling monarch's job. So you get one from old Charles yeah. or his son Williams uh, if he takes over. Right. But this is one of those things you actually have to apply. So the family of said centennial uh, person needs to write into the palace and then the palace will send a card. 
and it isn't even necessarily on your birthday. Mm. Um, obviously, it depends how early you kind of flag up. Hey, they're going to be 100 <laughs> in like a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they may get the date. But otherwise, um, you know, there's been people who've, who've got it, you know, when they're like 102. So um, in my so. thinking, I have this all in my head that it's all very organized and that they always remember who's turning whatever age. And they have a nice, <laughs> neat list. It doesn't work that way, does the it? The queen opens her mail up in the morning and says, oh, shit, I forgot to send a postcard to... <laughs> my pen and you know i i would love it like that i think that's great i don't even know if she actually even signs them or Pro- anything probably like that. i not. hope she does it's probably but, not at this point you know, though. i don't know actually how many people make it to 100 like each day are there 100 people a day are there a thousand people a day is there a, a person a day i feel like there is a, a great psychological experiment that we'll never get to get to check in the in royalty in modern day royalty mm. like there is a psychology to who's in there as opposed to what they would be out of there, and I and I think there's just like a treasure trove of of like mental data that could be gathered about what that is feels like, does to people like that's mm-hmm. really interesting to me, but we're never going to get it because it's always going to be this like closed off thing that you can't get into, right? You're never going to be able to sneak into the Buckingham Palace and interview one of the sons and find out what it's really like to be uh, this, this weird monarch type. Well, once upon a time, a guy broke into uh, Buckingham Palace, uh, into the Queen's bedroom where she was alone yeah. um, and uh, just ended up chatting to her for a while. Um, and, you know, you know, she was obviously a bit scared, sure, but sure. Queen the shit out of it. And, you know, <laughs> she um, she ended up he, he wanted a, a cigarette and she's like, well, I don't carry a, a lighter on me we'll go get one of my footmen to mm. go get that. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, sure, let's do that. And then, then when they went to do that, obviously then the guards were alerted by the fact the Queen was like saying, I say, could you get this gentleman here a light and shoot him? Um, <laughs> but, so they arrested him. But, you know, the Queen, she's a, she's a hardy individual. Yeah. I, uh, I have a lot of time for Her Majesty. Mm. I think, you know, people who don't like the royals don't really understand what they do. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they make us a lot of money. And uh, it's a grand they tradition. Are, they are fun to have along. Yeah, and technically, yeah. if we want to go down the rule of kind of fear ideas, yeah. uh, the Queen can veto a lot of parliamentary stuff if she really wanted to. Ooh. So, for example, the Brexit, she could turn around and say, mm, no, that's stupid um, <laughs> in, in, in theory. But she can also call a, a, an election. Yeah. So she could say, like, you know, look, it's getting really messy now. Everyone seems to be like a real idiot right now. Yeah. Let's just let's let's pick sides again and let's see what that party then chooses to do. Yeah. So the Queen, gotta love her. I've seen that movie. She was real good during that whole thing. Uh the the, the movie The Queen and uh as portrayed oh, by with Helen Mirren. Helen oh, Mirren, yeah. yeah, it's a fantastic what? movie. And if that's the yeah. true nature of the Queen, like that's her that's if that's, that's who what, she I is. I think she based the character on her. Yeah. I think. Well one yeah, would hope so. One would hope so. It was all supposed to be a real story, but uh, yeah, if they if that's who she's like, I kind of have more respect for her now as well. Good luck to the Queen. May she never perish. Long live the Queen. Uh, let's get to our first caller. We help you do guys. Do we even with- have to do calls? Well, I think we should just spend a whole episode talking about the Queen and... Oh, no, screw it. Let's we do could, it. but let's do a call anyway. How about this one? How about uh, keeping your plan intact? Hey, Scott and Terpster Jordan from Ohio here. So I've got an issue. On August 1st, I was going to take my girlfriend down to Orlando, Florida, make a 1,200-mile journey from Columbus, Ohio, to support our local soccer club, the Columbus Crew SC, and watch them take on Orlando City. And I was going to propose to her at the end of that game. However, 
she was on my phone the other day, uh, just kind of dinking around, and she discovered part of my plan. She kind of figured out that I was going to propose to her then, and uh, so I've run into this big dilemma. Do I still go on with the plan as normal? Do I change things up, maybe take her to Disney? What do I do? Let me know. I need some help. Hypothetically, thank you very much. Have a great day, guys. All right. So he's got a. This is an interesting problem because she she knows. How did she know? Like, what did she find a receipt for a ring? I don't know. You could could just. I mean, I personally would say, well, that's obviously not for you. (laughs) That's for my other mistress. Um, Because that women appreciate that. Mm -hmm. I think equally, it's it's tricky how she knows knows. I'm guessing he's he's confirmed Mm. in some way. Yeah. That it's like, well, yeah, you know. I want but even if she knew, do you think she's saying anything to him? She's probably just knowing. She doesn't want to ruin it, but he, but he thinks she's on to him, and that's enough to ruin it for him. Potentially. Yeah, but I don't think she it? came out and said, "You were going to ask me to marry this weekend, sweet." At a soccer game? Yeah. Come on. I don't think she's like saying that. that. I could be wrong. But I hope she likes it. I mean, yeah. I think it's a risk. What happens if your team loses? Mm. And she's like, "I just don't want to talk to you." And I cannot believe we traveled all this way, yep. and they messed it up. They're like, oh, you're on your knee. Oh, shoot. Uh, yes. Like, but if she thinks it's happening then, mm. like it's cruel to, to not do it then, like in terms to do it after, to let that pass, because then that's, that's just, you, you, you're setting yourself up then for failure. You know, she's already thinking like, well, this guy, son of, he, he must be, he's not sure, is he? He was going to propose. I know because I read his you know, text messages. Um, so I think I personally would now be trying to think about how do I do it sooner? Mm. And even more unexpected. Mm. Um, so I think my personal favorite way to do it um, would be to go out for a lovely dinner. Um, very expensive restaurant. Yeah. Crowded restaurant as well. It needs to be crowded. Oh, lots right. of people in there. Order, I don't know, the lobster. Sure. Order something, you know, large and cumbersome. Mm. Okay. And really start going to town something on that. Something you got to crack open its claws. Exactly. Sure. Something you're just, and you're just really going. She's like, whoa, easy, slow down. We're in a nice place. You're embarrassing <laughs> us. It's like, I'm going. Rah, 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 rah. Okay. And that's when you lock eyes with her. Okay. <laughs> and you just hold her gaze. Yeah. And you, your face starts turning redder and redder and redder. And she's thinking, hang on, is he getting nervous? Mm. And then she realizes, no, you can't breathe. You've got some of that food lodged in your esophagus mm. you're choking to death in front of her and she's oh my god oh my god so then she's you know she comes around starts giving you the heimlich maneuver mm-hmm. you know everyone's like looking at you now and they're thinking oh what's happening what's happening and then finally <coughs> you cough up and you turn to her and you say that for saving my life could you save the rest of it and you show her the thing you choked on in your hand covered in mucus is a lovely diamond engagement ring <laughs> and she'll look down at that bloody mucus mess in your hand <laughs> with tears in her eyes from the stress <laughs> and the emotional you know journey she's been on the last thing she expects at that point in time yeah. is a proposal and that's when you sock it to her yeah i'm sure that'll and not i'm bam. sure there's no downsides to that and then she's she straight away slides that ring on slides on really easy because of the mucus yeah, it's, it's like a natural lubricant, lubricant. Yeah, um yeah. and um she's obviously yes yes a thousand yeses <laughs> The major D comes over. He's in on it, yeah. and he, you know, pops some champagne. People on the table next to you think, 
that's a terrible way to propose. They don't understand the context mm. that it was going to be at a soccer game, but she found out because she read your phone because that. And equally, it's a great message to respect one another's privacy because I'd be saying, look, you know, keep sticking your nose in my business and maybe I'll end up, you know, mm-hmm. like dying of a heart attack on a plane when we travel somewhere. Obviously, I won't, yeah. but that's what people will think. Yeah. Um, and it's good. I think it's a great way to start off a relationship. I love this idea. I absolutely love it. Do I you regret? I regret not doing it that way. I regret uh, a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I had a pretty. I had a pretty, you know, romantic engagement. However, uh, I look back on it, and I and I sometimes wonder if I should have gone a little more nuts with it and tried something crazy. But I'd never thought of this one. See, the problem with this one is she's going to be ticked, though. She's going to smack him, like backhand him. I can't believe you made me think you were dying. And turn it into a, like, she's not. But no, I would have said, but hang on, why were you upset about that when I was dying? Did it maybe make you think about how much you love me and how important I am and how sad it would be if I wasn't around? Mm. I think that's beautiful. Yeah. Well, you know, you may have, you may have cracked the egg here. I think it's not too bad of an idea. Let us know how it goes. The other option yeah. is uh, to get a grenade mm. uh, and pull the pin out and throw it. And then you say to her, <laughs> would you like the pin? And she looks down at the pin. It's an engagement ring. And then where's the grenade? And she's like, well, that's the mystery then as well. She's she's so enamored at that point in there, like, oh, that's so romantic. You've got... And then she's like, was that a real grenade? You're like, yeah. And then <laughs> shrapnel everywhere, you know, the ringing. It's a shell shock sort of thing. Uh, no one really knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's the sort of way you should feel at that point of engagement. You should feel like that huge, you know, blow to the head, disorientating high-pitched whining. Yeah. That's, at least that's what I would aspire to. Will you marry so, me? What? Yeah. What? I, I can't, can't hear. hear. My ears yeah. are ringing. Yeah, yeah that would yeah. go really well. It would be basically the start of Saving Private Ryan. Mm. It'd be a bloke who's picking up his leg. Yeah. Um, yeah, it'd be, it'd be good. <laughs> All right, I guess. Best of luck with uh, how that goes. Please report back and let us know how it indeed went. Yes. Um, and obviously, yeah. invites. Yes, indeed. Wedding, and we'd like to come to your wedding, please. Yes. Uh. F- Email to round it out here today from somebody named Hubus, and it says this. I'm saying this right because it says up here, Dear Hypo Helpers, my name is Hubus. That's right, Hubus. Sounds just like it reads. Okay, well, I'm going to assume Hubus, H-O-O-B-U-S. Hobus. Hobus. It might be That's Hobus. what I travel on. Oh, yeah, hold the door. Hold the door. Uh, you might think I was born in some far-off exotic land or something with a name like that. You'd be wrong. I was born in St. Paul, Minnesota, and my parents are Robert and Carlene. I am 19 now, and because I am reasonably sure my parents were drunk when they made this decision, and now that I have to go out into the world and be a man, that I should probably get my name changed into something less crazy. You guys want to try to talk me out of it? Thanks. Hypothetically yours, Hubus. Well, so Hubus is his actual name. That's what he says. First name, Hubus. And I, it seems way out there to me. Never heard anything like this. Never, never met another person or talked about or read another name anywhere close to this. So I don't... I, there's got to be some story-wise parents use this name, some far-flung great-grandfather name, something-something, I don't know. But Hubis, dude? Freaking Hubis. Or H- yeah, I mean, H- I mean, obviously, I Googled it straight away. Yeah, what do you got? And, well, the the I don't even want to read it because it's a very mean <laughs> definition. Uh-huh. Um, oh, but it, yeah, it there's, says, a, there's an Urban Dictionary definition. Yeah, okay. it says the official title of a loser or a homosexual. Oh. Uh, also, one who enjoys the act slash acts of giving and or receiving a CJ, What's a CJ? Uh, which leads to a Carl Johnson from uh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Um, <laughs> so I'm not quite sure what even that means. Um, a coil screwer? What's that? I, I don't know. It's it's, you just get deeper and deeper. Um, 
So I think I think that is reason alone to to change it. But it's terrible that it even exists in there. Well, I don't know because anyone can anyone can do a a uh, you know their their own uh, definition. Sorry, that's true. That. People can make up whatever they want. Like here, I found I'm finding a character from Destiny, Destiny named Hubus on Guardian.gg. It's possible that's even the same guy. Uh, there's Could a, be. There's a Hubus daycare in Ohio. Uh, so, I've I've just played around with uh, the anagram yeah. of Hubus, and yeah. one of them is Bohos. Oh. Uh, B o h o u s. Bohos? How would you say that? Bohos. I don't um, know. And that is actually a Czech name. Um, it's and it means God's love. Oh, look at that! So potentially, you could go for Bohus, um, and people say, "What does that mean?" You say it's God's love, and they say, "Oh, that's that's really nice." Mm. You say, "Yeah, my parents are big into Czech stuff." Mm-hmm. Um, but you could take it further from there because you'd be like, "God's love, okay? Well, God, let's go with Jehovah mm-hmm. and love. Let's go for lust. We're gonna go for Jalust, yeah. um, which uh, sounds a bit like Gillette." Uh, which is a brand of razors here, at least in the UK, and their tagline is the best a man can get. Mm. Um, so then you could just go with, um, you know, Gillette. And then people <laughs> say, why do you go with that? And you say, what's well, the best a man can get? Um, and at least, you know, I don't know about America, but over here people would be like, yeah, sweet. Yeah, I get that. Pretty good, right. Um, by the way, other anagrams for Hubis include uh, Hibso, Ubahos, Sohub, Oh, Uber. Uso Hob and Hubso Sahobo Us Hobo Hobo US. Oh wow. Yeah. Think of I that. like that. I like maybe like you could have oh bus. Mm-hmm. That would be quite good. Yeah. And people be like, well, what's that about? And it's just like, well, you know, that you know, I the people were wondering what my name was about, and then they realized it was ah, oh, it's bus. Yeah. So yeah, I uh, like that. You're by the way, for you, cram. Was a good one, Cram. Cram is my name backwards. Yeah. Oh yeah, it is. There you You're go, right. Cram Niprup. Yeah. So. Oh, that's cool. Mine's yeah, you can't exactly. say mine. Mine's impossible to say. Here. What is your one? Scott Johnson. Uh, it would be. It tox. Would, tox. Nos. See, that sucks. No, well. Oh my gosh, I can't even find a good. I can't. Well, whatever. It's names are dumb. Here's the important thing. Here's the important thing. You sound like a really well-settled person. I thought Hubus was like his internet name. Oh. well, I I was like, yeah, man, that's a cool name. Yeah, it would be cool if it was internet. And there's looks like there's a YouTube channel. I mean, there's lots of Hubuses, and maybe this guy's one of those people. Uh, He's the Hubus. Stank. He stinks. So he's Hubus Stank. Stank. Uh, Maybe it's possible you have a middle name, and you didn't say that in your email, so I'm only assuming this. But if you have a middle name, it's like James or Andrew or something like that. (laughs) They went with a safe one. Yeah. Then you could just be that. I know so many people, um, like my nephew. My nephew's name is really is actually Ken or Kenneth. And he goes by Thatcher because that's his middle name. Oh, that's cool. Because his dad's name is Ken. So to keep things less confusing. And we only know him as Thatcher. So it would be weird to hear him known as Ken. Exactly. I mean, my father-in-law, we call him John, Mm. which is actually his middle name. Yeah. Because his first name is a bit out there. What is it? Um, his first name is Philip. Oh. So, yeah, exactly. I know. So, we're <laughs> I mean, like, oh, we're not calling you that. That's crazy. 
You were going to say like imagine Austin. we're at the we're out at supermarket zone and we're like Philip and everyone's looking around saying what that guy saying so we just went with John Philip's pretty um, easy like I was thinking you were going to say like uh, his name's Donkey Scrotum or something like, well exactly exactly if only he was so fortunate sadly it was Philip yeah so uh, right. we went with John named after the uh, famous screwdriver one of my uh, one of my friends friends uh, had a kid and um, his name was like. Bradley something, something, something. Anyway, his initials spelled out Bear. And so they all call him Bear just because they thought that's a really cool name. But equally, we don't want to have it so that our son grows up and his name is Bear. Like it's a great nickname to have. And Bear Grylls obviously is, is I think, actually called Bear. Yeah. But you know, he's of that level of poshness that, you know, that would be completely acceptable. Sure. Um, but I, I really like the idea of, uh, of, you know, making a sort of a, uh, a name out of your initials. Yeah, I think that's not bad. S- like if I had if I had a another child, I'd want to call them something T and something N, mm-hmm. just so that they would their initials would be TNT, because mm-hmm. then I'd always be like they're dynamite like that. But that's just how it goes. I'm gonna share a secret. Well, not a secret, but a little thing about me when I was younger. My initials are SBJ. My middle name is Oh uh, BJ Blaine. Last name Johnson, first name Scott. And when I was younger, I remember everybody talking about their initials. I don't remember the context. But one of my friends, of course, we we're all trying to think of what what else they would stand for other than our names. And he says mine stood for sloppy blowjob. Which, there you go. Not the wow. nicest thing for your friends to say. Amazing. Yeah. And did that stick? Uh, no. It, no. Uh, I believe, was Watch the right last off. time we talked about it. And then also... I don't think I saw him past seventh grade. I don't know where he is wow. now. Wow. There you go. Yeah. You crossed Johnson. Yeah. You don't cross me again. Yeah. There's only one. You get one chance, buddy. Uh, F- fool me once. Uh, sh- shame, shame on you. <laughs> Can't be fooled again. <laughs> it's a pretty good George W. Bush. You know, a simpler political time for us. Oh, the, the, uh, what I would do to have Bush back. Oh, it's oh. a weird thing to say, oh, isn't it? Exactly. It's a weird thing to say. We did, don't <laughs> it always seem to go? <laughs> you know, it is just, uh, well, now watch this drive. Um, Hubus, we hope for the best for you, really. It's a terrible Hubus name. Hubus W. Bush. That's what you should change your name to. Yeah. Oh, and, and by the way, that's your easy. Your name could be Mr. President. That's right. And it's like 50 bucks at the courthouse. It's no big deal. Bam, exactly. Change it each week. Just, you know, just wear swap like- it around. Yeah. And do you know that I, I found, at least in the UK, so. When a woman takes uh, her husband's name, yeah. uh, like surname, yeah. she still can use her maiden name. That is still legally her name. Oh. So, like, when you do these changes, I'm pretty sure all your old names still count. So you can open a bank account in an old name, in a new name. You know, as long as you have ID that kind of details out the names, yeah. um, then you can do it that way. Pretty- and that's why, you know, when you <clears throat> go into a place and it says, have you been known by any other names? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you could be like, yeah, I have lots. Well, I think I like that's that's why. So my wife's official legal name is Kim Sones or no, Kim Elizabeth, Kimberly Elizabeth Sones Johnson, like legally on paperwork. That's her full name. So okay. she still has her last name, her her surname missed in, mushed in there. Yeah. Uh, but is our one. Yeah. But it just, always keeps the options open as well, doesn't it? Yeah. That's, things that's work the out with you. Yeah. It's easy to slice that last bit off. And you know you haven't got to update too many Facebook profiles. If you've if you've invested in some nice monograms on mm-hmm, your luggage, mm-hmm. you can just scrape off the last. Like I, 
that's a smart one. Yeah. I think that's a good she way. She already of doing runs it. all our finances and everything else, so she's got all she she's needs. She's already emptied the account, Scott. Yeah, you know, we we shouldn't be wasting time here. I know we should be we should be sorting you out, making sure you've got a checking account. Next week, I'm names. calling in. I'm going to call in and say, "What do I do that I don't have my name on anything?" And then you exactly give me Bam. advice. I like it. Fifty. Technically, you don't own it now. Episode they're fifty-three. All, all, Kim owns everything. You know, you're screwed. <laughs> she totally does. Uh, good thing I trust her, I guess. Uh, that's uh, that's the end of our <laughs> calls and emails. <laughs> if you want to uh, call in yourself, you sure can. There, uh, 801-471-0462, hypotheticalhelp.com is the website. Emails come to us at scott at frogpants.com. And don't forget, uh, your support over at patreon.com slash hypohelp is, is much appreciated and loved. We love you all. Yeah. We love you all. Yeah. Thanks to the last billing cycle. Yeah. We're now down to uh, $431. <laughs> yeah. So we've lost $69 since last time. Yep. Um, so that's fine. And that's great. And I love you all. Um, update your credit cards. Just update your info. If that's what it needs to be, you know, whatever it is. If you, if you support us and you want to carry on supporting us, thank you very much. If you've never supported us and you're tempted to see how it feels to actually do some good in the world, um, then I don't know. Give it a go. I like that uh, idea a lot. That sounds we, good to me. We, we love it. Uh, we spend it irresponsibly. Well, I do at least. Yeah. Scott probably puts in like a you know four hundred one k or something like that. But or, or like, this is I know. can assure you this is being spent on the highest quality hookers and or blow <laughs> and or uh, alcohol. There's so no, there's no um, and or there's no or it's always and. no it's all at once yeah, it's in all a and. very dangerous life cocktail yeah. spiraling into deep dark depression. That's right. So uh, thanks to everyone who already gives generous sloppy BJ. All right. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll be back next time with episode 53. Until cool. then, oh, look yeah. how grown up that is. 53. 53. Wow. That's really good. That's uh, And the quality's never slipped. No, not one <laughs> bit. Up or down, you could say. And we uh, haven't missed a week. No. Which is crazy. Yeah. So hang on. We've been doing it for a year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 52. 52. Yeah. 53. 52 episodes today. Yeah. Wow. Think of that. Well, well the, new, the new series. Yeah. We have the older ones. But yes, this new series, a year a year of consistency, thanks to you and your fantastic Patreon. We should have, we should have celebrated thanks. somehow. I don't know how. What I would... think we did by doing the best darn episode <laughs> there's been in a year. You're welcome. I don't know. People really like. Just liked fast our... forward through that beginning bit where we're just talking about England a lot. People really like the uh, bestiality one. So. Oh wow, that was a good one. Yeah, that was a one that for was the ages. The bestiality Ep- episode fifty, I believe, was that. Yeah. So we celebrated in style. Uh, that's gonna do it for us. We'll see you guys next week. Until then, take care. Bye bye. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. Yeah!